DTS 94 Iron Banner is coming back and we're talking all about raids. What do we want to see and should healers and tanks make an entrance? Listening to Destiny the Show. What's good, everybody? My name is BBK Dragoon. Welcome to Destiny the Show, the podcast for Destiny fans to stay up to date on the world for us guardians everywhere. What is up, Diddy? How are you doing this week, dude? Doing awesome. I finished my birthday week, finally. <laughs> a stressful week at work, and Flynn takes a training test next week so we've been training him all this last week i get that uh, cgc that's what it's called the canine good citizenship flynn by the test, way is so. your poodle puppy i know we have yes, new listeners he is a week. standard <laughs> poodle mm-hmm. uh, he's six months old he's about 34 pounds right now and uh he's awesome so once he gets that certificate is he ready to go to university and become uh, a poodle scientist or a poodle <laughs> engineer Basically, yeah, it's just a title that your dogs can earn. And if you, for our particular training center, if you want to do therapy with your dog, which is what we want to do, uh, we want to do everything, agility, rally, uh, but we want to do therapy as well. It requires a CGC. Hmm. It's just for, um, it's just an obedience title for the dogs to earn. What is dog therapy? Um, dogs that go around to hospitals. Um, oh, therapy old dogs. People's okay, homes. I get it. Yeah, yeah therapy I was, dog. Yeah, exactly. I had Not a like very eye yeah. seeing dog. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different. Yeah, but it's uh similar. I was thinking of the dog on that psychiatrist couch, just being shown blobs, and every time all he's thinking of is like food or whatever. So bacon. Yep. My exactly. head was in a different place. <laughs> What'd you play this week, dude? Uh, tons of Destiny. Oh my gosh, I've played a lot of PvP. I've been on a PvP kick recently. Um, starting to use different weapons, trying to find my go-to PvP weapon, and I gotta be honest, no time to explain is doing pretty well for me in the Crucible. You're liking it, dude. Hawkmoon, Hawkmoon for me. Actually, I've been playing with so many different weapons. This is like the nicest three weeks of PvP you're ever gonna get. Every time it's a new quote-unquote season of Destiny. Right now, everybody's trying out different guns. It's real nice. I guarantee you, though. Mark my words. In a month or less. There's going to be a couple guns that people are like, this is so good. And the perception <laughs> of everybody is going to gravitate towards those weapons and it's going to be those two guns because that's what and happens. And then nerfs will happen. And then nerfs will happen. But yeah, it's been good. PvP has been nice. We've been playing Destiny with people over on the Destiny the Show Discord, which you set up a couple of weeks ago. Ton of people have joined, right? Yeah, we have over 100 registered people on a, on that server now. And active too i see different faces every single day so we thank everybody who's been a part of it so far yep shout outs to apollo a guy we ran challenge of elders with this week by the way challenge of elders week two a lot more challenging than week one. Oh yeah <laughs> i yeah last week we said uh challenge of elders is a little easy and then this week that second boss hit us in the face like oh yeah it's a little bit more difficult <laughs> i liked it i'm so glad that it's that way maybe the first week was just introduction it's not mm-hmm. school loss difficulty, and I don't even think it's like level 34 PoE difficulty, some of the bosses, but it's much better that there's a chance of dying, and that Scion boss was pretty cool, having to match, well, kill the matching element 
to actually damage the big the flare, Cabal bro. Yeah. Yeah. So it was pretty exactly. good. So any League of Legends in the background? No. I oh. didn't play very much League. I played maybe one or two games in the morning before work just because uh, I had done all my Destiny bounties for the day. So I was mm. like, okay, I'll just switch over to do a quick game of League. Uh, but nothing real serious. Nice. I got into the Mirror's Edge Catalyst beta. I've been playing nice. that a little bit here or there. Good reports so far. So far, I'm a huge Mirror's Edge original fan. I've beaten that game like over a dozen times. So I've become a bit of a fanboy. Any changes that they've made in Catalyst, I'm like, <laughs> a lot of the movement tech that were glitches in the original Mirror's Edge have been removed. Like there were a side jump strafe that you could get up to max speed with. And then there were certain vault jumps that you can do that like you can't do it in Catalyst. But there's new movement tech that you can do in Catalyst. Open world, it's pretty. If anybody likes first awesome. person games that aren't just shooty shoot, it's absolutely worthwhile comes out may 24th and i think there'll be an open beta before then nice and by the way i just want to mention real quick going back to discord i don't think we mentioned it's it's discord.me me slash destiny the show for anyone who wants to join absolutely we've got a link to it on our clan page on bungie.net do we have a link to it yet in our twitter diddy uh no but we should let's well add. you should see it now because i'm adding it after we record this oh <laughs> there we go all right let's hop into the news Twab time. Twab, twab, twab. This week at Bungie. So Deej is away. Cosmo wrote this week. I like when Cosmo writes the weekly updates. No offense, Deej. Sometimes your wordplay is a little too strong (laughs) for me, for mere mortals. Iron Banner is coming back this Tuesday, so when you're listening to the show, it's probably live. April 26th, starting at 10 a.m. Pacific time, goes a full week, ends Tuesday, May 3rd, 2 a.m. Pacific time. Oh my gosh, did he? May? May is like almost We're here. in May. Yeah, so E3 is right around the corner. Oof. That is nuts, dude. June is... <laughs> oh. Anyway, Iron Banner is changing a little bit. There's some nice refinements. Oh, it's Clash. So if you like Clash, you like Clash. Diddy, you're more a Clash fan than Control for Iron Banner, aren't you? The shorter games, right? Yeah, I would say so because people in Control, they play it like Clash anyway, so I don't have mm. to worry about <laughs> losing because we haven't played the objective. I just worry about losing because my team sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Clash is a little bit better and we're going to get some DTS Discord games in, so it's going to allow us to join up and do sixes mm-hmm. uh, on that. Be, so. be active in the chat that week, you guys, because I'm mm-hmm. sure we'll be forming up some big Iron Banner squadrons each time we hop yep. on and roll. Use the LFG chats and find your group. This is the first Iron Banner of the spring update. Don't miss out. These can be really fun, and there's going to be weapon diversity, which I like to see. You should, by now, <laughs> if you're playing Prison of Elders or Challenge of Elders, have a decent amount of infusion fuel to get weapons up into the Iron Banner territory. Like, all of the primaries mm-hmm. that I like using, dude they're up in the 320s now which just makes me feel so good because back back prior to spring update i had like two or three in my quiver that i'd bring out for trials or iron banner but now it's like this big seven or eight weapons i'm like yeah i want to I use that right now or maybe maybe hawksar suros pdx 45 aegis of the reef i don't know so what's some of the things that are changing diddy with this iron banner rank package rewards first off have been adjusted slightly increased rank three package uh, artifacts to 320 light Increased rank 5 package ghost to 320 life. So if you haven't grabbed one of those, it'll be an easy chance for you to get those as well. Guaranteed. The rank 5 packages, yes, those are guaranteed, by the way. Rank 5 packages can now reward items from the current event. Yeah, That's really nice. 
Iron Banner yeah. armor and weapons can now be earned at rank zero at the end of activity. Yeah, so let's pause there. What that means is when you're playing in the post-game screen, that reward stream, legendary engrams have been removed, and it's just going to be Iron Banner weapons and gear that drop as potential rewards at end of match, and they're going to have a chance to drop for you now at rank zero, at the very beginning of the event. That's a cool change, that's right? Awesome. That is so cool. You can finally earn more Iron Banner gear. I mean, that's what the event's all about, to get that specific event gear. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Iron Domination Daily Bounty now requires completing a match with a personal score of 1,500 instead of winning a match with 2,500. Yeah, this one people complained about quite a bit because it was pretty challenging. Win a match, have a decent score. Now they've dropped it down to something more feasible. I remember in the stream, <laughs> sort of a cheeky smile. I think it was Lars Bakken who was mentioning this. Yep. Iron Versatility Bounty now only requires seven heavy weapon kills to complete. That's nice. Fixed an issue where players below rank 5 could roll a reward they were ineligible for, resulting in no reward being given. That's a nasty bug, and I'm glad it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Fixed an issue where the Iron Banner ship was missing a part of its frame. What is that? I never heard of that. Did you? That's like a visual glitch, I guess. (laughs) I mean, you can't fly in space if you don't have your whole ship, right? There's a new monarchy (laughs) ship that I have that every time I equip it, it's bug to where the postmaster says it has a package for you <laughs> nice <laughs> i think it still remains that way even after the spring update i haven't put it on after the spring update but it was that way prior to it uh the rewards for this iron banner are going to be the auto rifle which i'm looking forward to trying out i've never actually tried the ib year two uh auto rifle the rocket launcher which i have which truth exists so i i know this rocket launcher is a legendary but truth, okay? And the armor rewards are legs and the class piece. So, Diddy, are you going to be going for that auto rifle? Are you going for rank five this event? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely going to go to rank five. And I'm really excited about the auto rifle as well because the scope that it shows in that picture is one of my favorite scopes in the game. Mm. Uh, and I can't remember which archetype the auto rifle is, but uh, all of them should be pretty good right now, or in a good spot at least. Yeah, and it's a new Iron Banner on a new patch. So this one's going to be fresh, diverse, and a lot of people playing, which that creates a better environment. When it's less and less people playing, you get diehard sweaty sweat, sweat McSweat <laughs> versus diehard McSweaty sweats. Also, if Bungie continues their pattern of the vendor rolls this time around, oh. you know they're going to be pretty good <laughs> because yeah. Bungie just knows that that Hawksaw and the vanity, the villainy, vacancy, the vanity, villainy, all of those, <laughs> they know those are pretty good. So I expect these rolls to be very good as well. That Hawksaw. That <laughs> Hawksaw. I mean, that's that's what people dream about. I asked folks in my review, I think on my channel of the Hawksaw, or it was either the Planet Destiny review, I'm like, which role did you get? People would dream of the vendor role, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, I read some of those comments. They were about a month old. Yeah, if you could roll all the stability perks with a range boost... That'd be pretty good. And somebody That's the exact yeah. vendor role right now. <laughs> Wazanuski was reading the comments going, I see you. I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> All right. So then after the Iron Banner stuff in the TWAB, 
Challenge of Elders top three scores were showcased, and they're going to be doing this each week moving forward, which I like this idea quite a bit. So the top three teams, they featured the high score for week one of Challenge of Elders. First place, Diddy, what is the score? 79,570. That's one That's run, huge. guys. That's one run. That is that is three bosses, one run, 79,000 points. That's insane. To give some perspective, second place was 63,860. Third place was 62,940. So the discrepancy, the, the difference is over 10,000. I should have said over 9,000. I missed an opportunity there. Doggone it. But of course... The number one team has SC Slayerage in, in the squad. <laughs> so would we expect any different? <laughs> well, to be fair, they do clarify the top two teams actually posted the four highest scores, but they didn't want to list them mm-hmm. twice or okay. three times or four times. Yeah. So those are the top three separate si- uh, fire teams that completed with the highest scores. I so gotcha. Slay Rage, his fire team would or would you know post a 78,000 or whatever yeah something like that that's still gnarly I didn't come close to that I don't remember what my high score is <laughs> I should actually look this previous week but we are reviving the DTS bounty based off of this idea we liked it quite a bit so we used to do a DTS bounty where we'd give a challenge to the listeners they would tweet us um, evidence that they completed it and we'd say yay you get stuck on our wall of fame and I guess there wasn't a lot of prestige. Well, we're bringing it back, and we're bringing it back with prizes. So what we're doing for Challenge of Elders Week 3, we want you to submit your highest score, okay? Not cumulative. We're just looking for the highest single score run that you have during Week 3 of Challenge of Elders. What you need to do is tweet us at Destiny the Show with a screenshot of the score screen at the end of the Challenge of Elders. We also will need a link to that activity on destinytracker.com so we can verify it. You can get the link to the activity by going to destinytracker.com, searching your guardian, and you can go to recent matches and it will show up there and there's a link that you can share with us. And finally, we'll need to know what platform you play on to the number one high score during week three of challenge velders city what are they gonna win five dollar gift card to the store of the console that they're on yes so playstation store microsoft store five dollars and we'll That's leave it up awesome. to the fire team to divide that five bucks up how they want to who's getting the silver <laughs> <laughs> But I think this will be pretty fun. So again, tweet us a screenshot at the end, the score screen of week three Challenge of Elders with a link to the Destiny Tracker activity so we can verify it and what platform you play on. We're going to take a look at it next week. We'll shout out the top three teams and then we'll give five bucks to the winning team. Yeah, looking forward to it. Did they fix Sterling Treasure, did he? The problem with Sterling Treasure was some people were not receiving their Postmaster Sterling Treasure, their weekly Postmaster Sterling Treasure. So um, they updated that and they're allowing people to get that now. Excellent. Yeah, the weekly login bonus was something that a few players weren't getting. Now you get it once a week. Also, you can get the Crucible Weekly Sterling Treasure and the Level 41 President of Elders Sterling Treasure on all three tunes. It's not account-wide. The only one that is account-wide is the Postmaster login bonus. I didn't know that. So you could technically get no. seven a week. I just yeah, did I didn't math. know that either. I've just been getting the three on one character. And oh, by the way, another thing in Destiny, I have a full set of Desolute armor now. Nice. Nice. Do you like it? Are you going to infuse it? 
Yeah, I, well, maybe not the current roles right now because mm-hmm. there's like one of them that's intellect discipline. The rest are discipline strength or intellect strength. So that's sad. Doesn't it take your infusion fuels? Because it just comes with three defense and talent nodes on the... Uh, if you if you inspect the item, you can see what role it's going to be. You can mm. see the different... It still has the nodes, yes, but they're not active um, until you infuse it up. I so, see. No. Well, that's it for the TWAB, and that's it for the news this week. We're going to hop into the topic and talk all about raids, because doggone it, it's the best PvE content in Destiny, and there's not been a whole lot of it in year two. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Vanguard. So Diddy and I have been watching videos about World of Warcraft raiding (laughs) quite a bit. The best raids of all time, the most difficult bosses, whatever. And it's just gotten our brain juices flowing regarding Destiny raiding. This is a topic we've wanted to have on the show for a long time. Luckily, we've got the chance to delve into it today. So two parts. The first one, what does an ideal raid schedule look like in our minds? We can both safely say... One raid for year two being King's Fall is not ideal. So what kind of schedule would we want to see? And then number two, the second half of this discussion will be, should Destiny implement healing and tanking classes? Because right now, everybody's just DPS. You just damage stuff. There's no dedicated healers, no dedicated tanks. Would the actual MMO triad of tank, heals, and DPS work in Destiny? And is it something we want to see? So, Diddy, let's start with number one. We've talked about a raid schedule in which multiple wings are released. Could you explain that idea or explain what you think an ideal raid schedule looks like? Ideal raid schedule would be obviously more content. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say either two to three raids a year. Yeah. At 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 minimum. minimum. Yeah. Because it's... It's end game content and, oh, by the way, relevant two to three raids a year. Yeah. Because, yes, technically we have three raids in Destiny right now, but only one of them drops end game content, end game gear. And yeah. that's that doesn't fly with me. I don't like that very much. I would like more and more avenues to reach that end game level. So I'd like just more because having that set of raids makes it more enjoyable to be in the destiny universe and it's not like okay gotta get the war priest down again let's do this for the 18th time in two months you know that's yeah and year two has been all about pvp for the longevity side of it pve players are not getting on every single week to run king's fall that ended a long (laughs) time ago now granted there may still be raid teams that are going through it but for the majority The PvE endgame has just been lackluster in year two. I want to throw out the idea of multiple wings, okay? So a wing would be two or three bosses about the length of King's Fall, and a full raid would comprise of, let's say, three wings. That would be like nine bosses in total. And the reason I like this idea is because you'd have the first wing of King's Fall release when the game goes live. It's got three bosses, takes about the same amount of time as King's Fall, maybe a bit less, and those bosses are not the same as King's Fall, right? We're not going to beat Oryx in the first wing. And you get another wing, 
two or three months later, and then another wing, the final wing of that raid, two months down the road. That would mean the player has to complete each wing in the correct order. So you beat the first wing, which is three bosses, let's say they're Oryx's lieutenants, and then two months later the next wing comes out, it's a new raid encounter with new bosses, and you beat the two or three folks in that one, and then the final wing of King's Fall releases, this is like five or six months after the Taken King's release, and at the very end, then we take down Oryx, and it's this very epic progression where the raiding player has had to work its way through a bunch of wings, two wings, three wings, to get up to this point to finally slay Oryx. It has meaning, it has accomplishment, it has this satisfaction that we took down the ultimate baddie, and it took four or five months to get to this point. We worked through these difficult wings together as a squad, and here we are. We finally beat that dude. Instead of day one, raid comes out, we beat Oryx, we beat the biggest baddie. Cool, let's do it now every week on the weekly reset. Does that make sense, Diddy? Yeah, exactly. I love the ramp up to that final boss. It makes you really... It ramps up the anticipation of completing that activity over mm -hmm. the course of the next couple months. It's consistent PvE content, and it makes that final boss so much more rewarding to take down. Because I was thinking about the different wings, and if it's going over a couple months, let's add some cutscenes. Let's add some storyline to the raid. Yes, yes. Like, almost like a story mode, but just a little bit different a little bit shorter cutscenes, right yeah but it has some lore behind it oryx obviously has lore behind him but he's only we're only fighting him because oh yeah we killed crota that one time by mm -hmm. unplugging the xbox or playstation <laughs> you know it's it's something like that you know these wings that you're talking about think of it like the crota's end raid would be the first wing of the oryx raid yeah you know we have to complete and then, like, something you did in Wing 2 directly affects, like, the final boss. You know, oh, my God, you killed my lieutenant, you killed my son, you killed my queen. Now yeah. I'm going to come for you. And it's just, it makes it so much more enjoyable and intense. And the player would need to beat, not, not team-wide. The progression is lo not locked team-wide. Like, you don't have to use the same exact team for every wing to be able to access the last one. But you do as an individual, hey, you need to beat Wing 1 before you go after wing two and wing three. That's just, I think that idea allows Bungie so much more creativity because they don't have to have every single raid be the monstrosity of epicness that was King's Fall. I love King's Fall, you guys, and when I'm saying I want these wings, I want these wings to be like the length of King's Fall. And I'm sure there's plenty of listeners going, hey, that's not feasible. They've only been able to bring <laughs> us one raid in year two. Are you crazy, dude? I'm crazy because I want raids to be a bigger backbone of Destiny Endgame PvE. That is the night that hooked me when I was playing Destiny. It was the first Vault of Glass run back in like oh, October yeah. or November or whatever. And Diddy and I were doing it together. And it was that moment, like as soon as we completed it, hour and a half, two hours later, I was like, this game has insane potential. I get it. I get what destiny like is or you you saw a glimpse of it right did he you know what i'm saying am i crazy yeah i i was like this is what destiny can be yes every single year yes. every single month of every single year it can have a raid 
and it's just it's so epic the environment the strategy that goes into the raid the the teamwork and the rewards it makes it worth it there's nothing like destiny raiding and that first vault of glass night was like okay i get it i will throw money at the screen for a raid that's one of my big disappointments with year two in this content drought it's like yeah spring updates great i would throw 15 bucks at the screen for another raid guaranteed even if it's like crota's <laughs> end yeah crota's end was short easy and cheesable but it still was beautiful art a fun experience and a lot of stories and memories were and made it was there. unique yeah exactly it was different than vault of glass it had different mechanics it was it was just a totally different atmosphere and the wing idea gives pve players months of work to do i want to see normal mode still exist hard difficulty still exist but I've said it before in the show, mythic difficulty. I want there to be one difficulty tier above hard that is for the 2% or 1% of the player base who are just diehard PvE players that are after it every single week. And you've got, if you have wings and you have this third difficulty tier, you give progression clans the opportunity every single week to be working for that world first mythic down on every single wing. Like, it just... Yeah, I would... One of the videos we watched this past week was top 10 hardest World of Warcraft raid bosses or encounters, yeah, right? Yeah. Some of those bosses went months, weeks. Seven, seven completion. weeks was the longest. And it was a boss, not even like the raid itself. Can you even, can you imagine no. not defeating the Templar in Vault of Glass for three weeks? Yeah. Something like that? That's insane. Mm -hmm. I want something like that. That would be mythic difficulty to me. Yeah. You know? I want something, I don't, it's really awesome that people get worlds first the first day the raid launches, but that just, it's it's a crutch. It's it's an obvious handicap that Destiny has. Yes, this is end game PvE content, but I can beat it the first day it comes out. I don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen at all. Mm -hmm. I want something that ramps up like the wings we're talking about and has longevity and can't be completed in a single sit down. Absolutely. And Normal mode, yeah, maybe it's still beatable in a day or two, right? Hard yeah. mode takes longer, and then the mythic, like we're mentioning, could go a week or two before they down a boss until somebody finds the strategy needed to take this thing down. You have raid teams constantly going after it to figure it out. That is so cool. When King's Fall came out, you had so many people watching Gathalion and the other streamers on Twitch figure these boss fights out. <laughs> it I took mean, my raid crew four hours to beat Golgoroth for the first time, and... That feeling you day, had, that feeling, right? I think defeating Golgroth for the first time is the peak of my Destiny PvE experience. Hmm. Uh, it's right alongside completing Vault of Glass for the first time. No strategies, just, so just you guys. Long, Yeah, we had to figure out the mechanics and then finally down the boss four hours later. That was a sense of accomplishment. There's a highlight on the stream. It was so awesome. We were like, yes, yes. And then we took like a 30-minute break because it was <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. Yep. Well, I have the idea, too, that when we say these multiple wings, hey, production doesn't have the resources available, BBK, to put out three wings in five or six months, okay? Well, make the trash mobs a, a bit more significant. That's the enemies you fight in between the bosses. So basically making the fights in between the bosses more meaningful. So when you're traversing to boss to boss, there's mechanics. Remember King's Fall, the boss, or excuse me, the trash mob that you fight before the war priest? That's kind of what I'm talking about. It's not too difficult, yeah, but it requires coordination. Yeah, the difficulty in that room is the mechanic of the aura and yeah. everything. 
it's not the mobs that are coming at you. It's not like the first part of Crota's End where it's just all the thrall and you're running to the end. Mm-hmm. It's got some strategy to it, you know, and I like those kinds of things. And I also think we need to mention that when we say d- mythic difficulty, taking weeks, this is not for the casual player. Yeah. Absolutely not. This is going to be for the top five, one, half a percent of PvE Destiny players. This is going to be super difficult. And if you're just casually playing Destiny, yeah, you might not like it, but I think it would be nice to have in the game as an option. Yeah. I want to add here that in this normal hard mode mythic difficulty world, like this idealized thought that we have for raiding, LFR has to exist. Looking for raid is a matchmaking (laughs) feature in In the game. Yeah. LFR for normal mode. That means you can queue up Four Vault of Glass, Crota's End, King's Fall for normal mode, period. Let players see the content and learn the absolute basics of the raid. I can understand if you're like, no, we're not going to matchmake the most current one. I, I don't want that. I want normal mode to be matchmade because there's still a boatload of people who have not done Vogue, not done CE, not done King's Fall because there's no in-game matchmaking. You've got people using the LFG tools outside of the game all the time. They are circumventing a gap in your game. The community built a feature that should be in the game from the developers. I know there's yeah. like maybe 20% of the people are like, no, it'll lead to bad experiences. Well, then don't queue up for it. Use your own team, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's just like queuing up for a PvP match. You're going to have bad experiences all over the place yeah. in Crucible, but you're going to have fun with your friends. If you don't like playing with randoms, you know, then find that lfg or uh, find some that's a really bad thing to say find some friends oh my goodness the the dts discord discord. (laughs) discord.me slash destiny show is the perfect place for you if you need to find people to raid with because everybody wants to raid all the time in the dts discord boom all right so part b of our raid discussion should destiny have the mmo triad or trinity which is basically in mmorpgs you have healing classes dps classes and tank classes the tank uh, is the person who holds the boss's aggression and he holds the trash mobs aggression and takes all the damage he's beefy tons of health has abilities that grab aggro and make sure that Other players don't steal aggro. That means the bosses are focusing the tank. The healer's job is to heal the tank, keep him alive, and also heal some of the DPS. The DPS are your damage dealers. They're usually ranged, and it's their job to put all the damage down on the boss. Don't stand in the fire, okay? And don't make bad positional mistakes. In Destiny right now, everybody's DPS. Yeah, we've got three classes, but they're basically all the same. In terms of raiding, we're all DPS dealers. There's no real healing abilities. The Night Stalker is the closest you could see towards a support type character, but even then... Defender Titan. Defender Titan too, but they're it's still DPS. They're still at their backbone <laughs> DPS. I think Destiny should have healer DPS and tanks because it gives players a role to focus on, learn, and improve. What do you think, Diddy? Yeah, I totally agree. Absolutely. Um, having the class diversity that tank and healer and dps provides adds more strategy and it allows raid mechanics to play around that instead of oh we have six players dpsing a boss fogoth bullet sponge (laughs) that's what you get for your boss you have golgoroth who takes like 20 million damage before you kill him that's the problem you know how do you 
create a raid where you only have DPS characters. With tanks and healers, it adds a mechanic, or it allows you to add mechanics that crowd control. Uh, in League of Legends, you have supports, you have tanks for crowd control and disruption, and they're not the damage dealers. They just misplace everything else. You know, you can have a uh, a tank soak up all the ads in in a boss fight and have the DPS focus the boss or whatever, vice versa. It just allows more strategy and mechanics to be added. Spell interrupts, buffs, debuffs, the whole nine yards. To Bungie's defense, I think they've done with King's Fall some of the best design possible with only DPS. That raid, when you're doing hard mode, hard mode Oryx, there is such a small margin of error, and you're constantly doing stuff in that fight, from jumping on the plates to making sure you're DPSing the right guy, blowing up the things, staggering him <laughs> before the raid wide wipe. They, they've really mastered that stuff, like DPS-only mm -hmm. raid mechanics. But just imagine the level of complexity that you could have if there were more dedicated tanks, healers, and DPS. But I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I understand the negative to this. It will turn off more casual players because there's required responsibility when you take on the role of healer. Same thing with tank, same thing with DPS. If you're a bad healer, you're gonna get blamed for raid wipes. Same thing if you're a DPS who stands in the fire, bad positional mistakes and you get the raid wiped, you're gonna get blamed. Bad tank who can't hold aggro. I mean, I've played WoW for a very long time <laughs> and I can tell you, it's extremely frustrating when you queue up with a bad tank or bad healer, and everybody just immediately flames them and blames them if they're a, like a public group. So I see why they wouldn't do it, but I'm on the other team. Please do it, Bungie. Please do it. <laughs> yeah, and I would just more stuff. We want to have more things. It yes, it'll turn off the casual players, like you said, but that's the way I am with with League of Legends. Uh, it's a MOBA, right? And I have friends like, oh, you should play Dota or you should play Heroes of the Storm. Those are MOBAs. You're going to love those. I'm like, no, I've learned League of Legends. I, I know every single character. There's like 130 unique characters in League of Legends now, all with five or six unique abilities. And there's hundreds of items and hundreds of build paths. I know every single one of those in League of Legends. I don't want to dedicate the time to learn another one. Mm -hmm. That's what would happen if you introduce these tank or healer classes to the casual player. I've learned my Warlock. I've learned my Hunter like the back of my hand. I don't want to learn another character class because I'm comfortable here. That's what's going to switch the uh, casual player off. Dude, you know at Destiny 2, we're probably getting new classes. Do you know how exciting that is? The the bombshell drop that they're going to announce at E3, calling it now, hairstylist in the tower. Oh, you get to yeah. change mm. your, your guardian's appearance. Finally. <laughs> That's the next live event. The barber shop. <laughs> Come get it's a tattoo. Not Racing League 2.0. It's a barber shop. Only 200 silver to change your appearance. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we should wrap this up. So that's our thoughts on rating. I'm looking forward to hearing comments from you guys. You can tweet us over at Destiny the Show on Twitter with your own thoughts. You can also just let us know in the Discord, which is pretty rad. Diddy, where can people wait? No, we have one tweet that we should answer, shouldn't we? Yes, absolutely. Okay, who's it from? Frost Fusion UZA at Destiny to Show. Have you guys ever thought of having guest speakers on from the community, like players? I, for one, would love to. Okay, so we've gotten this question. 
a lot in the lifespan of DTS. And it is something Diddy and I would like to do, but it clashes with the actual MO, our theme of Destiny the Show. The goal with Destiny the Show is to be 30, 35 minute show each week that somebody can drop in, get caught up on the world of Destiny, maybe a little bit of discussion, and then go about their business. Diddy and I are both really busy. We've entered the workforce. We're both out of university, working full-time for the last few years now. And it's hard for us to put aside two or three hours for a podcast throughout the week, like to listen to. We tried to craft a show that just about anybody could hear and catch up with on the news. We'd love to talk with other people in the community, right, Diddy? It's just not something Mm -hmm. we're going to be doing inside of DTS right now. Yeah, not inside the podcast. I think that's something for uh, YouTube or a Twitch stream or some other type of VOD um, that would allow us to have that more flexibility in the time. But it is a request we are listening to, and we're actively thinking of ways to pursue it. So thank you for the question. At FrostFusion, UZA, Diddy, where can people find your content? Discord.me slash Destiny the Show and Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y DTS. Remember to go to destinytracker.com for all the best places to track your stats in the Destiny universe. You can go to our website, destinytheshow.com, for all the links from today and more, as well as the exact rules for Week 3 Challenge of Elders DTS Bounty. You can follow me at BBKDragoon, both on YouTube and on Twitter. Have a good week. Best of luck in the challenge, Guardians, and we look forward to seeing your scores. Thank you.